Welcome to Living Life. You know, as I was thinking about this particular passage, I thought about baseball. Uh, I'm sure some of you like baseball. Uh, it's really popular in the U.S., and I know it's popular in Korea and other places. But here's what I thought about it. Uh, the passage we're, we're talking about really involves around God's faithfulness in bringing the Israelites uh, into the promised land, the land of Canaan that he had uh, swore to their forefathers and ancestors that he would bring them into the land. Now, why is baseball relevant? Because uh, with baseball, you start at home plate. And then the, the object of baseball is to be able to go all around the bases and come back to the place where you actually started. Well, you know what? That's exactly what happened to the Israelites. They were on their way into the promised land, and then they were deterred because of the disobedience of the spies, the 10 spies that came back from scouting out the land, except for Caleb and Joshua. And for 40 years, that generation uh, essentially uh, was um, brought into a place where the younger generation uh, stepped up and were ready to enter into the land. That's where this story begins. But we will see that God was faithful from the beginning, and he's faithful to his promise in spite of our disobedience. So let's take a look at the passage and see what God says uh, and speaks to us through the passage. Deuteronomy chapter 27, verses 1 through 10. Moses and the elders of Israel commanded the people, Keep all these commands that I give you today. When you have crossed the Jordan into the land the Lord your God is giving you, set up some large stones and coat them with plaster. Write on them all the words of this law when you have crossed over to enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord the God of your ancestors promised you. And when you have crossed the Jordan, set up these stones on Mount Ebal, as I command you today, and coat them with plaster. Build there an altar to the Lord your God, an altar of stones. Do not use any iron tool on them. Build the altar of the Lord your God with field stones and offer burnt offerings on it to the Lord your God. Sacrifice fellowship offerings there, eating them and rejoicing in the presence of the Lord your God. And you shall write very clearly all the words of this law on these stones you have set up. Then Moses and the Levitical priests said to all Israel, Be silent, Israel, and listen. You have now become the people of the Lord your God. Obey the Lord your God and follow His commands and decrees that I give you today. Welcome back to Living Life. Do you remember the story in Genesis 
when Abram was told to leave his country, leave his father's household, and go to the land that God would show him. And he did, and we know he went to Haran. But after he left Haran, he eventually ended up in Canaan, which is the promised land. And he went as far as to the extent of Shechem. Now, Shechem's interesting because Shechem is the city which is between Mount Ebal and Mount Garrison. So when we look at this story of Shechem, uh, we'll see that Shechem comes back into this passage which shows God's faithfulness. Now, many years later, God made that promise at Shechem to Abram that this land he would give, this land in Canaan, this promised land to the offspring of Abram, now the offspring of Abram are at the door of entering into the promised land in the plains of Moab. And in this passage, uh, the, uh, the elders and Moses give a directive to these young Israelites. When they enter the land, they are to gather some large stones and when they gather the lots from the, to write on those stones, plaster those stones, and then write on those stones all the laws and all the commands of God on those stones. And those stones would be a witness against them, and would, but also would show the faithfulness of God in bringing them into the land. It would also be a reminder of the Lord now that they're in a new country, in a new land, of the, of the laws uh, that they were under, under God's care. Now, why is this interesting? Because as part of this ceremony, as part of this covenant renewal that these young Israelites were going to engage in, they were told to go to Mount Ebal. Mount Ebal is the mountain that is right, it joins, as we had said earlier, Shechem. And Shechem is the place where Abram first ended up, where God appeared to him. And now Shechem is coming back into the picture because it is at the base of Mount Ebal. At Mount Ebal, they were told to gather these stones, plaster them right on the law on them, but also they were told to build an altar. Just like Abram built an altar when he arrived at Shechem in the land of Canaan. They were told to build an altar and sacrifice burnt offerings on the offer. Now, interesting, burnt offerings of an animal, in this case the lamb, uh, had to be without defect. And when the sacrifice was made, it was to completely or totally consume the animal. Now, this represented the total surrender of the Israelites to God and to his laws. They were also told to take what is called uh, engage in a peace offering or a fellowship offering. Now, the fellowship offering was a voluntary offering that the Israelites made, and it was to be eaten in the presence of God. So unlike the burnt offering, which is totally consumed and not eaten, the fellowship offering with God is eaten in the presence of God with rejoicing, as the Israelites uh, give thanks to God for bringing them to that point. Now, now we have this altar, and it's symbolic of the first altar that Abram made. And we see that God 
brought these Israelites full circle. Just like our baseball example, they started home plate, and the home plate would be Shechem in the land of Canaan, and they end up back at Shechem because now they round the bases and they're back at home. Now, home is not just the end of the game. It's actually the beginning because each time they would circle the bases, there's a new beginning uh, to play this game and to bring runs in into this game. Now, interestingly, when this altar is built, they're also told to, at this point in time to be silent before the Lord, to be still before the Lord because they have become the people of God on that day. Now, what it means is they didn't just become the people of God, but in this covenant renewal ceremony, they had become God's people because they renewed their covenant with him just before they entered into the land. Now, God says when you enter the land, when, it, when the, uh, the call came to the Israelites, it's not if you enter the land, it's when you enter the land because God is faithful to bring us where he says he's going to bring us at the time that he's going to bring us there. And we can take that for our own lives, God's faithfulness to us to bring us to that place, no matter what happens in our life, no matter what obstacles, no matter what things come and detours in our life, God is faithful in spite of our disobedience. He's faithful despite of the obstacles to carry out his promise because God must be trustworthy and God must be true to who he is and to his promises. And as we see this story, it brings forth that God is a faithful God. This covenant, this blessing of God, these curses of God, when we look at Mount Ebal, Mount Ebal was a place of curses. But as we'll see, Mount Gerizim, which was the other mountain on the other side, was a mount of blessing. God wants us to walk in obedience with him that he might bless us. This covenant that was renewed by the Israelites was a covenant, a conditional covenant based upon their obedience. How about you today? What is your walk like in the Lord? Are you walking obediently with him today? And if you're not, today is another opportunity to say, Father, I want to walk obediently with you today. And let's pray about that. Let's go before the Lord. Father, I thank you right now for those who are watching, those who are hearing, that they might begin again to walk in obedience with you, that they might experience the blessings that you have for them on the other side of their obedience. We bless you, Father. We praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Boletinha Cordo, é Stepping in Crozo, CGM.